0: This is a main hustle media podcast. Welcome to Blurred Comics the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurds. I am one of your co-hosts, Charmaine, aka Mixed Girl Maine, and I'm coming to you solo because as promised from last week's episode, or just a couple of days episode, I was not able to give you a full episode because we recorded late. I edited until about midnight, which is around the time that our normal episode goes up, midnight on Thursdays and I just wasn't able to stay up long enough to continue putting together that episode, plus it probably wouldn't have been over two hours long if I did. So we broke it up. I am now going to give you Part B of Part 2 of the two-part Avengers Games Theory episodes. This one is a continuation of the conversation that we had with Professor Brandon from the Why So Serious and Comic Book History 101 podcasts. I'm going to drop a couple more clips from our... Podcast Play Cousins, Mike Hassoon from the So Series podcast, and Regular Scott from Take a Knee for Marvel vs. DC podcast. And at the time I'm recording this, I have already seen Avengers Endgame twice. Your boy Blurred Vision is actually sitting in the theater watching it as I speak, as I'm recording. Uh, so we're going to come to you next week with an episode that will be reviewing the movie and talking about how our theories match up against... What actually happens in the movies so if you don't see the movie by next Thursday you probably want to skip that episode until you do see the movie but I guarantee you it's going to be a good one because there's so many things that Blood Vision and I have talked about both on air and off air and I can't wait to match that up against what we actually saw in the movie so if you have to skip it next week because you haven't watched it yet make sure that you still come back and listen to it Uh, But in the meantime, I'm going to jump right back in to the conversation we have with Brandon right at the part that we leave off on Thursday. This is a special episode that is dropping on Saturday, April 27th. And then we'll go back to our regular scheduled programming next Thursday. All right, y'all.
1: So what a lot of people don't know is there's this guy named Ike Perlmutter who used to oversee Marvel, a lot of it, and especially Marvel TV uh, and parts of Marvel Studios. And he's like Trump supporter type person. He's like absolutely Trump supporter type Mm -hmm. person. And so a lot of the casting that you saw in the first phase and a half were under him and under his watch. And so you see some of these things come in, you're like, oh, oh, okay. Like they were supposed, Black Panther was supposed to have a long time ago, and it, he originally wanted like Wesley Snipes or somebody like that. Like it was like it was that type of person.
0: Ooh, and I'm then, so glad that. <laughs> or a
1: Wesley's
2: or a Wesley Snipes type. And so oh, then... I'm, I'm like a Wesley Snipes type.
1: <laughs> then, uh, they basically gave Kevin Feige the full range yeah. to everything, and since then, you've seen like these other characters come in. I do uh,
0: appreciate kevin feige he listens my my friend who is the um uh temma steak i don't know how to say her last name stag steak uh she is the executive director of women in media uh, organization and she went to an event in which she called out kevin on like why are we still why why aren't we talking about more more female um leads in your movies and you know you have all these great women in the universe already uh why don't we have female directors things like that and and he he was he was on camera and he was put on on the thing and he's like you're right we haven't had enough women um uh, you know behind the camera and things like that he's like so we are going to start working on that and he and then he made his promise that he was going to start getting you know women directors and things like that he started
1: it already and it
0: did and and he and this was a little bit before captain marvel uh captain marvel was announced but i don't think they had um i don't know how far they were in the process yet i don't think they were they were filming it they certainly hadn't booked brie larson yet but yeah so there was like he will listen he knows the same thing with how angela bassett got to have the white dreads in in um Mm -hmm. black panther at first they weren't going to do it and kevin was like they'll confuse her with storm and camille was like you know, black people have different hairstyles, right? You know, not all black people look alike, right? You know, they'll understand that it's not Storm. <laughs> you know, just like you can have a blonde Wait, and a redhead and a brunette in the same movie and everybody can tell them apart. Guess what? It works with black people too. Um, and he listened. And, and so, you know, now Camille is the head of, of the the hair department and all of Marvel and she's doing all the movies, you know? So he and yeah, listened. And I'm
1: okay with that because like, here's the thing. When you're in a pr- point of privilege, like, as a man, as a straight person, you know, you know, white person, any type of privileged position. Some of it is that you just don't know because you've yeah. lived a life for privilege. So the, and I think what most people realize, what most people expect from people in a point of privilege is not that you automatically know everything that's from uh, the marginalized group because it's impossible right. when you're in a point of privilege. It's that when they start telling you something that you listen, right? right and you listen and then you don't do that shit no more. And right. so... When you hear these stories about Feige or Marvel Studios, they're like, they're like oh, they listen. Like, I'm sure they had some different things about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm sure when uh, Ryan Coogler got in there and started saying things, he was like, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And they were like, OK, you know yeah. better than us do. And then right. they did that. Right. Like, they actually went to they didn't just they didn't just like stereotype of African language. Like, they actually went to Africa. Right. Like, talk to different authentic tribes and try to create a language that would feel authentic, like, for the movie without right. making it like a joke. Like, those types yeah. of things wouldn't have happened 15 years ago. Like, right. imagine if they made Black Panther, like, in 2000 or, like, in 1998.
0: It would how stereotypical tipp-
1: that movie would have been. It would have been like, so trash. You know that? Like, that is, like, like, that's why I think, like, the Shang-Chi movie, because, like, Shang-Chi is, like, the master of Kung Fu, right? He came out in the 70s doing, like, the Kung Fu. Like the kung fu craze and all right. that, stuff that was happening, which is fine. Like that's that's not in and itself a horrible thing, but like you could you could fall into a, tra- a real trap going down that road. And yeah. I am I am fully confident that when this movie comes out, it's not going to fall into that trap. Right. Just because of their track record, yeah. right? They've done enough to, and even DC to an extent. Like I shit on DC a lot, but even DC to an extent, like. They had Wonder Woman. They had Patty Jenkins directed. They had Jason Momoa as the lead as Aquaman. They had James Wan directing Aquaman. They got uh. They have black people directing movies. They signed Ava DuVernay to do uh, the New Gods. Like mm-hmm. even DC, like they made Deadshot Will Smith and made him the lead of the Suicide Squad mm-hmm. with Viola Davis and a dark-skinned black woman. So like, the even DC has done this. And like um, like people, some people are saying like. Comic book movies, DC and Marvel, are way out ahead of the rest of Hollywood when it comes to that.
2: that Right.
1: So, like, comic book fans are often, and and this is, and this, I'm not saying this to disparage anybody, but we're often like, we need more black people, we need more black women, we need more Asian people, we need more Hispanic people, and we do. But what people really need to be doing is pressuring these studios to make all these other movies even more than that, because I'm not saying the comic book movie studios do enough. But they—if you compare them to like just your general studios, right. like rest of the movies that come out through a year, like proportionally, there's way more people of color, there's way more women writers, mm-hmm. women directors, women mm-hmm. in the important positions, people of color in important positions in these films than the rest of Hollywood, and it's—it's right. it's really not even close.
0: Yeah, and and the thing is is not not all the masses are going to watch these movies. So you can imagine there's a huge swath of white moviegoers that don't watch comic book movies and so they aren't actually getting any inclusion or diversity in what they're what they're consuming. So yes, we need to cross over. That's why us is so significant cuz now we have a, you know, black people who happen to be in a horror film, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, right. It needs to happen definitely more often. Okay. All right. I think we kind of went all over the place with a couple things, but there's something that is going to take us down a different path, and I'll try not to keep you all too long. But this is for you, Brandon. This is something that popped up in a conversation I had with a friend of mine the other day. Oh, Lord. And She's
2: it, been ma- waiting,
0: son. it made me think of you right away. And I almost put it in the group chat, but I was like, you know what? I want to talk. I want to hear Brandon. I want to hear your feelings basically so this is not a book i read this is just something someone told me where they talked we were talking about like how do you resolve end game how do you put the world back together who's the next next big bad stuff like that we started talking about it and he quoted a book that he said um there was one character who had one time asked in any of the timelines in all of the dimensions or something 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 has there ever has there or will there ever be a time of utter peace and the person responded yes only when dr doom won
1: yes yes that's I, true
0: i know you're a doom dude so he was
1: the best he's the goat if dr doom, doom is like he would make everything so good that like I would totally be I would be rooting for Doom. Like I'm not rooting for Thanos. I would absolutely be rooting for Doom, 100. percent And an interesting thing like Doom has done like even more than Thanos. Like at one point, at one point Doom becomes a god, like a literal god in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he and he stops becoming a god not because the Fantastic Four or the Avengers anybody stops him, it's because he got bored and he just <laughs> got bored being a god. <laughs> so he gave it up because that's who Doom is Doom created secret wars uh. so if they go secret wars that means to me if that's where they're ending up in like the next 15 movies is a culmination of secret wars then that means they're doing Doom Um, but yeah so he like if you look at Valeria I mean um, what is this What is this, um, country called Valeria I think uh, but basically he's the ruler of this country
0: yeah Le- and- Le- um, Latveria, Latveria, yeah,
1: and in his, I'm thinking about Valeria because he named. <laughs> that's how ruthless Doom is. He named Reed's daughter after his own country, <laughs> <laughs> and she calls him Uncle Doom, and it drives him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it drives Reed crazy, but uh, Doom, his country Latveria, he basically rules with an iron fist. But all his people, his people have everything except freedom, which you know is a big thing. But like, they don't. They don't starve for food. They all have money. They're all re- pretty well off. Like, there's no crime. Like, none of that exists. There's peace. But they can live their lives. They just, you know, got to do whatever the hell Doom tells you. But when he's not telling you to do something, you, everybody's living their life pretty happily. Mm-hmm. And so, like, there's this one comic book where the Fantastic Four come in because they think Doom's horrible and they remove him from power and get him up out of there. And then this other dude takes over Latveria, and he's trash, and he basically like makes this city shitty, and the people hate him, and they have poverty, and all this crime happens, and they don't like the the new king of Latveria or whatever. And basically, the Fantastic Four find out that, like, hey, man, uh, say what we say about Doom, but his people love him. And they end up having to go back with Doom and fight this guy <laughs> and install Doom back in charge of Latveria because they realize wow. that, like, they like he is he's that person to his people like his people love him like that's a common thread behind throughout all the comic books it's like the people of Latveria love doom despite him you know yeah. executing people and with for an iron fist so i think i think we could live in a time of peace with dr doom i just don't know you know especially americans they'd be like you know i don't want to live peaceful i, I want to be able to be shitty <laughs> That's the whole thing of America, right? I have the right to be shitty.
0: Yep. And if I don't have the right to be shitty in a particular place, then you're infringing upon my freedom of speech. (laughs) Right. People are so dumb. All right. I I wanted to know how you felt about that or if they teased him. Um, So one thing I have heard is that they, or that they was confirmed is that they're not doing an end credit scene, but that Mm -hmm. there is going to be something at the end that true Marvel fans will appreciate And find emotional so i'm assuming that's going to be some kind of stan lee um
2: stanley tribute tribute Mm -hmm. of some
0: sort but do you think whether it's end credit scene or something else we're going to get a tease to the next big bad
1: no i don't think we are i don't think think this film is a wrap-up film i think it's like tying the knot tying the bow
0: which would make more sense to me
1: too and then i think the first i think the first thing we get alluding to the next big bad might be an after credit scene in Homecoming.
2: Yeah, Spider-Man. Far From or Home. Or the me. next film. Yeah, honestly. Far From
0: Home. Yeah, we keep probably, calling it Homecoming. I did that earlier too. Yeah,
1: Far From
2: Home.
0: Yeah.
1: But probably the film after that, which I think is Black Widow. I think that's the one after Far From Home.
0: Well, they, they said they hadn't necessarily announced the the timeline of the what's coming until after Endgame because they didn't want to give anything away in Endgame.
1: By right. saying, you like to do three movies a year, so Far From Home will be the third. So I think we're done for 2019. Yeah,
0: we're done for 2019. After that. Um, so
1: they have time to pick what they're going to lead off 2020 with. Right. All right. Oh, it's Eternals, isn't it? They've already started shooting that. Oh, yeah, they've, that's they've right. They have talked people about
2: for it. Yeah, yeah they they've got about
1: actors the and stuff and directors. So yeah, I think it's probably going to be Eternals. Which, actually, I think that'll probably do it because Eternals is this big cosmic these big cosmic beings. So I have a feeling there's going to be some type of cosmic being or something big. Well, you know,
0: they have already teased Warlock at the end of Guardians, but that's probably going to be Guardians 3. Uh, Hopefully it's Guardians 3, because if they just throw him into some other random shit, um, I'll be mad that they teased him.
1: I don't think he's important enough to be a big bad to follow Thanos. Right. I think it has to be either somebody from the Fox universe, Galactus, or doom or maybe kane the conqueror uh which would be interesting because if they introduce time because you gotta realize we've never really seen time travel in the mcu yeah right
0: right not so yet like where
1: people actually like go back in time or go into the future so right. if they introduce that into this whole continuity and end game then kane the conqueror's whole thing is he's a time traveler and so that could be uh, a little Easter egg towards that.
0: Yeah, that that could be cool. I heard you talk about nihilus too, as a possibility.
1: Yeah, Annihilus so is interesting because he, he has, like, all these insect people and stuff like that. And I think visually that would be interesting. But I don't think – I think they want a character – I think the reason why I'm such a big proponent of Doom is because I think they want a character that can has bars. Emote. Because Thanos had, you know, Thanos was saying shit, but Doom really, like, his whole thing is he talks shit. Mm. And I think he can bring interest to it. But I also think they may want to keep Doom low scale, like when they finally do a Fantastic Four movie. So and make something like Galactus, like this big cosmic. Galactic. I feel,
0: yeah, I feel like it will be a big dude, you know, because even some people have thrown out Dormammu, and I'm like, aren't we done with him, though? Um, but I think he it. It could
1: be Dormammu, Is Doctor Strange didn't really beat him. True. You just, just
0: kind of confused him and yeah. melted his mind a little bit. Um, I do think it is probably going to be. I think the next big bag is actually going to be a literal big versus a human, a human big bad or whatever. All, All right. right. Before before we start to wrap up, I want to I want to ask what everybody's fantasy theory is.
2: The fantasy theory,
0: like you, the thing that you think is probably not no. what you want to see, but is probably not going to be. I mean I can get you mine so you're going to get an idea of what I'm talking yeah, about. Or... Go
2: yeah, go All ahead. Right.
0: So what I fa- what my fantasy is is that um, and this is not exactly the way Mike says it on on y'all's show but you know one thing we haven't heard yet which has only been teased which we absolutely fucking have to hear before Cap is no longer is Avengers Assemble.
1: We'll we'll hear that.
0: What I would like to happen is that because of the snap and because of however many time however much time has gone on between the snap and them trying to get the everything put together or whatever there's teases of different powered people or a call to action of different powered people like hey we have to get a whole team together to try to rebuild our planet or and or try to defeat thanos whatever and so there's a call out for powered folks and so there's not necessarily like you have to develop anybody besides who's already developed but avengers assemble he calls out and they're looking at them and they pan back and that's how you see all of these other powered ca- characters that we may not have been introduced to or they can incorporate the tv folks that we've been teased at or maybe hint at some of the X-Men, which I don't think is going to happen. But you know what I'm saying? Like tease at future characters. Maybe we see a Monica Rambeau. Maybe we see a Miss Marvel. We don't even have to see them as who they're going to be casted as. They could just be the the familiar shapes or, or fuzzy in the background. And there's just a shit ton of Avengers. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Why? I do not think that's happening. I'm not even gonna try to well you know what would be it, but...
1: cool basically like that kind of wrote your theory is similar to mine like what if they did like you know how at the end of the last Jedi they start showing like all these different places in the universe
2: with the power and, of children where they're pa- yeah. and
1: they had like children that had powers and just like showing you different parts of the Star Wars universe that we've never seen before mm-hmm. and that there's like oh there's force sensitive people all over this universe right mm-hmm. that we may or may not know about or they may or may not know what the force is about right Mm-hmm. So, what if like after they bring it back together, they show like um, people like in different parts of New York City or different parts of the United States, and it's like they kind of make us like, oh, these could be mutants. These could be in humans because right, remember, right, right. humans have been introduced into the MCU via yeah. the TV show through mm-hmm. Agents of Shield, but mm-hmm. we have not seen in humans in the Marvel movies universe yet. Right. They haven't right. been introduced yet. So but they're they're in canon, so they exist, but we don't really know about them. So like we could like do they could do a thing where they like show these different things around the country and it remi- and it, and it's uh, it's like not obvious but it's obvious to people who know. Right. Like, oh like they show like a building that looks like the Professor X's Newton house.
2: Right. Okay. Like, oh. yeah. And ahead. Go, like, it- yeah, good yeah i mean but doesn't that kind of go back to kind of like how they did when they were talking about like uh what's that one there was the one agent of shield that was was hydra like a hydra plant and he was like that's why we found out the guy that does the magic in the budget college and Mm -hmm. that's you know what i mean so it's kind of in that vein right
0: yeah like i think if you if if it's if it's my fantasy one it's like you don't necessarily have to see an actual casted actor but you could see you know in the same way like you know when um in avengers when tony opens up the the laptop that that uh colson drops off and he he expands the screens you know floating in the air and you can see like a a, a screen that had the hulk and a screen that had thor and a screen that had right. you know oh, whatever yeah, yeah, and so yeah, yeah. it could be a thing where maybe not a screen but there could be hints throughout that like other powered people are out there and then when for my fantasy portion of it when he calls adventures assemble you're looking at him tight and then it pans back and you just maybe see the shapes of and or you know like something misty even so that you know that they're there and they're a part of a battle but you don't have to actually see them because we are focusing right. in on our main guys. Like I said, I don't think that's going to happen. But I would love to tease out people that we might see coming forward in in phase four, phase five, phase six, or um, even if they haven't casted it yet, because they do that shit all the time. You know, they'll cast right. the person, put them in, and they're not actually the person in the end. That kind of shit. I just want to. I just want them to acknowledge that the avengers is potentially much larger of an operation than these people were familiar with you know what i'm saying
2: right 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 right
1: yeah that'd be cool like in BVS, where like batman is looking at that thing but wonder woman right. is like, like oh there's a, there's a flash in the grocery store and then there's a right. yep. the little video from the navy seals of aquaman underwater like that type of thing
0: right because like even in agents of shield they constantly hit the the day uh the index right and they're talking about oh that we found this one guy one time who had this but we took him off the index because or we didn't roll him into shield because of blah 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 you know and so we know they're out there you know the hmm? the the if you if you count the tv shows as part of the cinematic universe and to a degree you know they're there you know they're part of canon and so potentially they can be used i know there is a there's friction between marvel tv and a marvel uh, cinematic universe but not like, so much anymore not as much anymore but like give us that shit because i mean you and i uh i don't know blood vision do you watch agents of shield i don't okay oh, so brandon to. and i are both really into agents of shield and i would be uh, happy to see any of them pop up
1: oh you think uh well coast dead but
0: well, Coulson's a, some kind of Cree monster now, isn't he? Yeah,
1: we don't know. Yeah, I don't know we're, what we're the gonna hell find is about like Coulson. But, yeah, I think a lot of people would be happy to see Phil. But I don't think we're going to see Phil. Um, and, you know, I don't think we're going to see Daredevil. But, see, you
0: know how at the end of season um, five? Is it season five? Last, last season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um it was wrapping up around the time of infinity wars coming out so they actually had infinity wars being sp- or war being spoken about in the background of the scenes you know it's yeah. just kind of like mm-hmm. this is what's happening um on earth right now but this is what we got going on and and so like they they were in their own battle which was totally unrelated to Oh, and I I really hope that they don't miss out on that in the first episodes of Agents of Shield. But we'll talk about that off. <laughs> we'll talk about that on, on a different show. Um, <laughs> where like they, you know, they hint to there's a catastrophic loss of life on Earth, which the oh, Avengers yeah. are mm-hmm. taking care of. But we're up here. They're like on the moon or in space or some shit. We're up here dealing with this stuff. So what would be cool is Quake actually has a significant role in how the Earth cra- cracks for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that isn't necessarily... But they undo that, so that's not... Like, the Earth is not going to crack in Endgame, I assume. But because they connected it for us as a TV audience, I hope they find a way to hint at some of these people. Mm -hmm. We know they're there. We know they exist. And sometimes they're in the same fucking city (laughs) as the Avengers. You know what I'm saying? So... I I mean, that
2: that. was, I mean, that was my thing before is like, you know, if they, if they came out and was like, oh shit, you know, because of the people, like, you know, I I was saying like the time and then they come back and then that's how, because of the way that their bodies were like taken away and then brought back and that's how the little, the little mutation gene comes, you know what I'm saying? And then that's how they, you know. Oh,
0: like it's some kind of a particle thing that, that,
2: that gives people the
1: force, <laughs> yeah. the force powers. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kevin Feige say he doesn't see uh, X any of the Fox characters getting their own film in, in the next in Phase Four. That makes. So sense. that's so... about four years, right? So I think they have to see something if they're going to bring them over, unless they bring them over in some type of Secret Wars. Like they don't do Secret Wars as the big film, but they do it as like the like if the next Avengers film is Secret Wars, because Secret Wars merged some of the universes. Mm. And so unless they do it like, oh, you know, here's this universe that has mutants and now it's merged with this one, like that type of thing.
2: Right. Right. Because it,
1: the mutants are hard to explain because it's not, because the thing is, it's not the X-Men. It's mutants. Mutants, right. And so like you would right, know about right. mutants because it's such a, you know, a second cl- like it's a, it's a thing in the Marvel Universe. So like there would be a whole race of people that you would have to create, and I think it'd be hard to do. Like to just say, "Oh, you know, there's been mutants here this whole time, but we've never talked about them." Right. In any of the mediums, because at least you can say in Ages of Shield, in an in, Inhumans TV show, they acknowledge that Inhumans exist, even if our Avengers have never interacted with them yet. We know that they exist, but it would it would be really weird to be like, "Oh, you know, this whole you know 16 million people." in this country exist that we never talked about
0: yeah i mean but essentially the inhumans and the and the mutants i mean they're the same thing
1: essentially um i mean they want you to think they wanted they kind of portrayed them that way because they didn't have the rights to right. the inhumans, to act to the mutants in the movies so they got a bigger role in the comic books and then obviously in the tv show in in the last 20 years right but the mutants and humans are a little bit different because the things that humans are, is that they aren't they aren't seen the same way that mutants are. Like mutants are seen like the second-class citizens, yeah. like like the black people, like the LGBTQ people, right. like where in humans are just seen as like a little bit different. But like you have this royal family that acts as royalty, and then there's a whole bureaucratic thing with the Indian humans thing that's very interesting. And then also the Inhumans are due to Cree like Cree experiments. Right. And so, you oh. you're dealing with this thing, let that part too. So it's and it's a little bit different in how they're portrayed in the books, which they could do in the movies. Mm-hmm. But because over the last twenty years, when they didn't have the mutants, uh, they basically kind of merged some of them together and made the Inhumans more like the mutants. So like, if you just started learning about the Inhumans. You know, like two thousand five.
0: That was pretty much like, when I They're
1: like the mutants to you. Yeah. Because you know, that's how they were portrayed in the books.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah. I always kinda understood them as a as a way to help eventually get into the movies. <laughs>
1: like... Yeah, our first ever right. episode on the wise So Series podcast was History of In Humans because that was when that shitty TV show came out and we were excited <laughs> about it. So we did uh we read all their comic book history and stuff and like they got some really good stories, and they got in the the royal family is really like, you know how like Black Panther is like you know he's not really a hero, he's a king, yeah. and he's more about Wakanda right. first. That's yeah. how the Inhumans are, but even more militant at times. I like, should
0: get into them. I mean,
1: they, you they, would They love seem right up saying. my
0: alley, but I because <laughs> like the thing is, so I was at Comic Con when they were teasing Inhumans, and they had um, they had that big dog character, whatever that is. Um, They had him they had a big old statue of him and a couple other things and they were showing footage and it was still pretty like new and raw or whatever in this in this booth area outside and I was just like, Oh my god, this looks like trash. And then when they had, you know, uh Ramsey Bolton pop up, I was like, it is too soon to see Ramsey in anything.
2: Right. It was right after
0: that. (laughs) (laughs) Like it is too fucking soon. Um, And so it was really hard for me, and I so I did not watch it. But it was really hard for me to be serious. Yeah.
1: You want to know what else? You want to know why that show was bad though? Hmm. Because the showrunner was Scott Buck, and he's trash. You know what (laughs) else? Scott Buck was the showrunner for Hmm. Iron Fist season one.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that explains
1: everything I needed to know. That
2: explains.
1: Both of them are trash. Because like, uh, there are. I'm not. I'm not getting into like the issues of Iron Fist, like how it's problematic. But like. Iron Fist season two, is infinitely better than season That's one. That's what I've heard. Like it's actually a, it's like one of my favorite of the Marvel, the Netflix series. It's like really, really good. Really. And Scott Buck wasn't involved in it at See, all. See, <laughs> whenever
0: you say something, it makes me want to go read it or watch it because I I trust your judgment so much when it comes to this stuff. But no, I you really do not want
1: to watch. Shouldn't watch it because you would. You. Here's the thing. You know they they tried. <laughs> See, Marvel knew that season one was trash, so they tried to make season two in a way that you didn't have to watch season one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so it's kind of made it in this way where you don't have to watch season one, but watching season one try helps it. And and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm. I'm I, it's a safe space. <laughs> Iron Fist season one is not as bad as people say it is. It's just boring, more than anything. Like mm-hmm. it's not. This just like, oh, this is shit. Like, it's it's not that. It's just boring. But, like, there are some parts of season one that are good and that matter in season two. Season two is actually really good. And Humans was not good. It was cheesy. Their camera shots were cheesy. The makeup was cheesy. The special effects were cheesy.
2: Yeah, her hair and everything.
1: Yeah, it was just. It looked like something from a different time period. Mm. And that's why I got canceled after one series season. And it, it was just. It was just not good. But Scott Buck's just not a good showrunner. Uh, but like, like for example, like I, my my least favorite of all the Netflix series. I know we're getting long, but my least favorite of Netflix series is Luke Cage season one, because I just didn't think Luke Cage season one was good at all. I haven't and,
0: watched Luke Cage season two yet. I don't know why I couldn't bring myself to do it. I think it's because he said transracial people are the same as transgender people. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, that's your boy
0: he makes me so frustrated (laughs) so frustrated Mm -hmm. yeah i can't okay so admittedly i didn't have this episode well organized when we just started talking and having fun so i don't really have clean places to insert my clips from mike and regular scott but I'm going to go ahead and just start driving clips right now. And this is coming off the back of uh, the fantasy theories that, well, pretty much we just covered my fantasy theories, and then Brandon's kind of piggybacked off of some of the same ideas. So I'm going to go ahead and insert a couple clips for some of the final theories, and then we will start to wrap it
2: up. My yeah. only other real theory, though, is that no, not a single person is going to die. Well, not Capitone, not Ca- You know why? You know why? Because we all went in thinking that Capitone was going to die in Infinity War, Mm -hmm. And they pulled a a whole reversal on us. Oh, no one would ever kill the new heroes. No one's killing Doctor Strange or Spider-Man or Black Panther. They're all dead.
0: I think with Ant-Man and his, with his technology that he had with uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think the way he was able to communicate with everybody from the outside while he was still in the quantum realm, Mm
1: -hmm. I think
0: that's going to be how they communicate. I feel like whatever they used to be able to still communicate while one was presently somewhere and the other was in the quantum realm or traveling through i think that's going to be how they communicate with each other and bring stuff back through the quantum realm i mean that's okay I, I mean from from what i've seen that's the that's the only thing i can think of and it would make sense since they kind of introduced that as well so for you time travel is happening through the quantum realm yeah that's that's what i'm thinking okay some some way ant Man's going to ant-man's playing a part in this he's got to
1: so now we're here less than 24 hours
0: yes less i cannot wait is... well for me and for you so what time are you watching it
1: 6
2: 30
0: okay i'm watching it six twenty. i get to see it 10 minutes earlier than you what uh you mean
2: uh, your you mean your your uh your previews start earlier yeah
0: my you. previews start 10 minutes earlier um yeah, I'm I'm so excited. I'm just trying to stay alive long enough to watch this movie. After that, I don't care what happens. Um if I die afterwards, Blur Vision can take Blurred Comics. Um however, he wants it to go cuz <laughs> I won't be here anymore. Girl um, trip. <laughs> I've been waiting I've been waiting so long for this. And um yeah, I'm just excited. So that's it. Uh, so, I'm just excited. I can't I cannot wait. Yeah, um man. Brandon, why don't you tell everybody how to find
1: both your shows and you? Uh, You can find the why So Series podcast in Comic Book History 101 or on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere you get your podcast app. Leave us a five-star review if you like the show. It helps us out a lot. And subscribe as well. Uh, on why So Series we talk news, like pop culture news, TV, movies, gaming, tech, random stuff on Twitter, just basically a, a variety show in in the gaze of pop culture and whatever is popular t- and happening at the time. Comic Book History is more comic book-centric show. We focus on uh, character backstories and biographies, particular book runs or um, uh, events or different things that happen in comics, uh, and more focus on the actual books and the content of the different books. So If you're into comics, check that out. If you're into all, obviously, if you listen to this, you're into all that stuff. So check both of them out and let us know what you think.
0: And I feel like you owe me an episode because you were teasing a Shazam episode. And now, because you guys didn't do it or didn't put it up, I did not know how to feel about the movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: We didn't get to that because we had some scheduling things.
0: Yeah um but yeah comic books history 101 is great i fucking love that show i yeah, mean man. obviously you're you're my friend so i'll support what you do but um we still
1: didn't watch Steel yet either
0: we still haven't watched Steel. yeah we're behind on our retro reviews and um you know obviously watch the series i love being a, a sometimes guest on that show every time you're you talk to somebody that i know on the show i feel offended that i'm not there um, <laughs> I fucking love it., uh, but thank you for coming on. and any last words? We got anything before we go?
2: Uh, yeah, go to the bathroom at 55 minutes because <laughs> Hawkeye Ronin story comes up and you know he ain't shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then it, so there's 55 minutes, an hour and three minutes in. An hour and ten minutes in, and then the last one is an hour and forty minutes in. So you could go to the bathroom at those times, or yeah, or or just cut out fluids four hours before. I'm
0: cutting, I'm cutting out fluids at two o'clock, and I'm watching. I might take a water pill, take a modium, wear a diaper, (laughs) cut out fluids and do not leave i i'm i'm dark on social media right now like i might jump in a post some real fast but i'm not reading anything i'm not reading anything on the internet because i'm not gonna find it i'm not gonna accidentally stumble on something um and that's where i'm at uh blurred comics you can follow us on instagram or twitter at blurred comics c-o-m-i-x-e-d we also have a facebook page facebook.com blurred comics you can cash app us dollar sign blurred comics if you want to sponsor the show, and you can follow me at Mixed Girl Main on Twitter. Blur
2: i um, Blurred Vision.
0: Right? And yeah, so in this episode, I'm going to randomly drop in the clips from, from Mike Kassoon and regular Scott. It'll just pop up randomly throughout our talking. I'll figure out where I'll put them out, but thanks for coming back, Brandon.
2: Thank you. Sir, yes, sir.
0: we should definitely do a combo live ig of us sitting in our theaters waiting for the movie to start and just like stick our tongue out at all our friends that didn't get tickets to later like blurred vision
2: <laughs> <laughs> when are you going? Yeah. Friday? I'm going no i'm going saturday uh at three i had to do it because my daughter has a we we have a game on thursday oh, night yeah. we have a game on friday night so i had to yeah
0: yeah, he had to. We
2: might even have a game on Saturday if we win tomorrow. If we win Friday night, we have a game Saturday at noon, so we might be running over there. But
0: oh man, you'd be all sweaty and shit and cleats.
2: Yeah, so i sweat <laughs> it out and everything. I ain't tripping.
0: I got my 6:20 tickets tomorrow. I got 7:30 tickets for Friday, and I got 3 p.m. tickets for Sunday because I already know. I already know I need to see it three times right
2: away. My friend has that same thing. <laughs> so alright so, right. I mean. this is gonna be nuts mommy made me bash my m M&M. mm. and okay, here we go
0: <laughs> Blurred Comics is a main hustle media podcast co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson if you like our show please subscribe rate and review wherever you get your podcasts